0: Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is
2: not another D and D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everybody.
3: Bahumia.
2: I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard One, Shorefoot, and Or Calder Kilday. Very wow. good. <laughs> now, what's the rhyme for Calder?
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Calder right. are right. back in the hot
4: seat, cold seat. Uh, cal- feeling overwhelmed. Coming up with a rhyme about a helm. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: It's all right. (laughs) He's back. Not bad. bad. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, Emily Axford.
3: Feeling incompliant about these fucking fire giants. Calliope Ooh,
4: Now that's how you do it, Jake. That's
3: how you do it. (laughs) That's the
4: rhyme. Okay. Yeah. I was out of practice. Yeah. Go ahead. Take it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: Fuck. Two characters. (laughs)
4: Two characters, two rhymes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Two tries. no, totally, totally.
4: Yeah. Uh, Calder, kill day is having a silly day.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I, I like that one. Calder like died that in, that one. in the hell. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> Thank and you. then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. <laughs>
1: oh, born in Esri, the pole of a tatty, trying to roll 20s and making them natty, all to impress my sweet little bratty. It's all buffo. Yeah,
3: gorgeous. Mm-hmm.
1: Amazing.
2: And I get three more tries, right? <laughs> Brad, Brad and Bron. <laughs> and actually, before we go to a recap before what? we uh, talk about anything else we have to make uh, a big announcement we have a yeah. big show on October 7th in New York it's gonna yes, be that's right. huge it's our 5th uh, anniversary show that's what we're billing it as mm-hmm. uh, there's going to mm-hmm. be live music performances yeah. of that's correct. M's uh, compositions be uh, so cool. from the campaigns there's gonna be characters from different campaigns we're gonna kind of jump we're around see them all seeing all of your favorite characters It'll Yeah. Be our biggest show ever it's in New York on October 7th uh, tickets are not on sale yet, uh, or they they're might not be- even announced yet. This
4: is a sneak, sneak.
2: They're premiere. not announced yet, yes. but
3: they're going to be formally announced on Monday. Yeah, <laughs>
4: Formally announced
1: on Monday, on sale on Wednesday. That's how yeah. big a yeah. deal this is. We have yeah. to formally announce, and then they go on sale. Yeah. We have to follow <laughs> the rigmarole and the protocol, you guys. That's right. We don't so. want to get in trouble, and we want you to have a good time at the show. Uh, so, <laughs> so come so we don't get in trouble.
3: <laughs> be
2: on the lookout for that. Um, Damn right. and, uh, But it is October 7th, a uh, big New York show, so uh, check that out. Big, big. Um, and nadpod.com com/live tickets will be on sale next week. Uh, yes. Anyway, let's go ahead and do a little recap. Yes. So last time, you clung to the bronze serpent as it burrowed towards Gromdol Bronzebeard in the Iron Deep Dungeons. You battled possessed rats that you insisted weren't possessed, along with the two <laughs> Bronzebeard siblings.
3: They were pre-possessed to attack us.
2: Oh, thank you. Perhaps. <laughs> Um, without their hiding spots, you quickly disposed of Bronra and Mortis, sending them off into the caves. Finally, Callie completed her pacifist run and quelled the beast's <laughs> rage, dispelling Gromdahl's control over it for the time being.
3: Emissary of Peace.
2: Yes. After Emissary of Beasts, really? Ooh. Ooh, Stop. Like that that Stop. is absolutely what it is now. <laughs> After being infused with Starfire, the bronze serpent shrank to familiar size, and you received a visit from Oberon. He warned you that the serpent could not fully ascend until Gromdahl Bronzebeard's magical bond to it was broken. You resolved to protect the beast, uh, who would join you on the next leg of your quest towards Mulscurial, mm. the fire giant city where Calder and Jaina are currently held captive. Mm-hmm. That night, you set up a Liamun's tiny hut and conversed with your fellow adventurers, Sol and Swag, bonded over their shared history of betrayal with Mothership, and Uh entered a twin meditation that allowed them to experience each other's lives. Hard One spoke to Kenna about his friends on the astral plane, reluctantly admitting that he missed them. Uh Callie drew her mother's sigil on Calder's ice knife and made a quiet promise to her friend that she would get him back. The next morning, you said your goodbyes to Swag, who could not join you on the next leg of your journey without a fire suit. As you headed out towards Malscurial, with a serpent leading the way, Callie felt a chill from the ice dagger. And from there, we cut over to Calder, who was whittling alone in the middle of a frozen waste until he saw a distant figure. Mm -hmm. She asked if he was a jailer or a prisoner, and he said the latter, and she said she was the same, removing her cloak and revealing the visage of a hardened dwarf- warrior, she introduced herself as General Jaina Bronzebeard, and that's where we are now. Right on. on. So, Calder, you are at your little campsite that you've set up, your shelter and bonfire. Jaina, this uh, warrior with a huge magical warhammer on her back, she's got her white hair uh, parted to one side, almost to kind of show off the battle scars that she has on the other side. And um, mm-hmm. as she gets close to you, you see she gestures to the figurines that you're working with. Spell components? Oh. Are you making tiny constructs so you can escape? I and, was... Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're a wizard then. Um, Great, just a quick teleport. Fuck, okay. I have to come
4: clean. I was whittling new friends. I was whittling little... Um, General,
2: I was whittling little toys of my friends, (laughs) your honor. All right. We all pass the time in different ways. Uh, You see that she starts doing squats and goes, (laughs) what's your name, soldier? Calder. Calder Kilday.
4: I come from the frigid north, and I I know you, General Bronzebeard. Um, Are you doing the squats to to keep warm? I can... I can add more wood to the fire.
2: Uh you see uh, she gestures to the hammer on her back which seems to emanate a, a sort of fiery power and she goes, "No, I'm 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 quite warmed up. You know, I'm just staying just staying limber. Just trying not to waste any time."
4: Calder shuffles his feet for a few minutes and then feels <laughs> awkward not doing squats, so he kind of starts doing them half-heartedly.
2: Yeah, you see Jaina eases up a little bit as you start squatting with her. Seems like she needs to be kind of active to keep... Like You're doing your thing that's helping you deal with the fact that you're captured right now and she's doing her thing. Uh, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. gotta prep, gotta prep. I'm still in this fight. I'm still doing this. And so she's doing her squats mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, as you uh, start exercising with her, she goes, and called her kill day. What What kind of prison have we found ourselves trapped in? As far as I know, this is it's the helm of Ultras. Do you know it? You see, she nods and she goes, "I I don't know his helm in particular, but uh, Ultras is from before my time. But I've 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 heard of him. I know that he once led the giants on some fool's quest to try to conquer Bohemia.
4: Yeah. Well, somebody whoever defeated him must have
2: banished him into
4: this helmet. I." I found it, picked it up, put it on my head, and then I spoke with him. We made a deal. Then I made another deal, a much worse deal, and I traded places with him.
2: Okay. Do, do you know how long you've been trapped here?
4: Um, Calder tries to think how long he spent whittling those two little figurines, <laughs> and he looks at the detail, uh, and he says, "Um, A few days, weeks, maybe. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. You see, uh, she kind of asks you a little bit about yourself and about your last adventure and, and where you were at and everything. And she confirms for you, provided you feel comfortable telling her this stuff, Yeah. but she confirms for you that she's heard of the stuff that went down in the living wood. Um, and she goes, if, if you were there for that, I, I heard about the business in the living wood. Yes. It's only been a couple weeks.
4: Um, I was there. I was there for that business. You, you killed
2: don't... an ancient dragon. Did yeah, um, with some help. Yes, from from them. You see, she points to the figurines.
4: Yeah, with a little bit of help from my friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know exactly how I ended up here, but I was trapped by a giant as well. I was dueling prince ektar of the fire giants i was getting the best of him and he used some device to trap me some kind of demiplanar prison wow but it was it was much smaller than this sounds pretty duplicitous yeah. not very honorable at all exactly when you call for a 1v1 it should be a 1v1 <laughs> yeah you're right. not allowed to cheat yes but it's practically impossible to have a fair fight these days with all the magitek and trap you in a, a capsule It'll put you in a helmet.
0: Helms and gems. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> starts, starts doing burpees with you.
2: Oh, yeah, um, got it. Goes down. Uh, as she holds a plank, uh, she goes, I thought I was going to be able to escape from my original prison. It was much smaller than this. But then I heard some kind of magical incantations, and I saw a flash, and then I was transported here, so... I'm guessing this has more security or is more difficult or more likely Prince Ektar probably was too cowardly to try to contain me himself and handed me off to someone who could, who he thinks could handle the job.
4: Yeah. I wish I could tell you that I've done more recon of this place, but I kind of just built a fort and started whittling as soon as I got here.
0: <laughs> Day one, you were like,
2: it's whittling time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I just, it was comfortable to go back to my old ways. I didn't really even take a very big
2: walk. No, that's
0: <laughs> you see,
2: before you said I didn't even take a big walk, she was like about to hold her hand out to be like, It's all right, we all deal with it in our own way. And she's like, Well, you you really should have taken a walk, like just to yeah. scout around the place. It could be like... No, I made I made a basket. Here,
4: look, this is
2: yeah, I
0: wove this. B- beautiful basket. Much better <laughs> than you. your whittling
2: if I could be if I could be blunt. Wow, <laughs> oh, okay. Um but uh no I, I I don't think you'd be able to get out of here without help. The only reason I might have had a chance of getting out of the last prison I was in was because of this. And you see she pulls out this massive war hammer from her back um, and shows it to you. Wow. Has this like orange bronze glow that kind of crackles with energy. And, and it feels hot near it. And you even see like the snow melting around her. Is that the, is that the queen's hammer? Queen's Hammer, King's Hammer, whatever, whichever you'd like to call it. But it's been passed down from the dwarves of old. It was forged by the god Moradin himself. And it can break through magical barriers. I've heard of it. Do you know where the barrier
4: to this place is? Um, Calder looks over at like a sad little wooden table that he built.
0: Uh,
4: <laughs> all I know is that... I would visit this place in my dreams, and I I would f- fight Ultras here. There were times that he was behind bars in a cage. I don't know if, if that
2: meant anything to actually getting out of here, if it was just a representation. All right, well, let's go to where you think you saw this, the edges of this cage, or this barrier, and see if we can't get started trying to crack it down. We may need some help from the other side, but... We won't know until we try. Calder packs up his little wood figurines and uh, (laughs) breaks down camp. Uh, Sweet, yeah. You guys get to work hiking towards um, where the barrier was keeping Ultras out. Um, And with that, we are going to cut over to our other party who is also on a little hike. Uh, on the way to Mulscurial, you see uh, the little serpent, uh, the bronze serpent, is burrowing its way, chewing through the mountain as you follow behind on foot.
0: Nom,
1: nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it just seems so happy. Nom, nom, nom.
2: <laughs> um, And after a long hike, you guys uh, feel the temperature rise and you are sweating under your, like, protective suits. Oh. But eventually the serpent breaks through a wall of rock and crashes into a wide cavernous hallway. Uh, Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Nat one. Amazing. Good Lord. Uh, 14. Nine. Okay. I'll say everyone except for Callie, I think you see the... um, uh, bronze serpent crash through the wall and sort of flop into the tunnel below and you He's think
1: dead. it's dead. dead, <laughs> Quick, uh, get him more rocks. What have I done? What have I
2: done? Yeah, you see, uh, everybody else sees this like rock scaled monster that is like damn near invincible, just like crashes into the ground and immediately begins slithering. Uh, but Callie's having a hard time seeing it as her eyes kind of adjust <laughs> to the torches around.
3: I failed your mother. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, you see the, um, uh, the serpent does get up. The serpent is fine. Uh, and Saul... You notice that the rock walls around you guys, um, as you enter this new tunnel, they're supported by beams, wood and iron. So you are no longer in the serpent's burrowing ground. This stuff looks to be made by humanoids.
1: Likely giants. This must be enchanted wood for not to be burning this deep. This, this is serious stuff. This is well-constructed. Good wood. If only
2: Calder were here. He knows so much about <laughs> constructing things.
1: Figurines, <He laughs> tables, all sorts.
2: Uh, and down the one side of the hallway, you see darkness. And on the other side, you see a dim glow of orange. And you can hear like a low rumble, as well as you can't tell um, what they're saying, but you do hear giants, uh, like voices shouting. Well, however we proceed, we should do it as stealthily as possible
1: because I don't think we're going to be able to disguise ourselves in any way that's convincing. So we should try and make ourselves as scarce as possible for as long as possible, I'm thinking.
4: I say we go towards the glow. Go for the glow. I Go agree for with the glow.
0: That. Yeah. Oh, Go I actually have General Broadsbeard has had me bring this uh, with us just in case we ran into any giants along the way.
2: Oh. She pulls out a bunch of uh, earrings or kind of like earpieces, like little devices of Magitek. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, normally it looks like a person would put in two to have like one in each ear. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, she only has like uh, two pairs. So she um, just passes one
0: out to each of you guys to put in an ear. Uh, and she goes. This will help you. Uh, it's sort of like a comprehend language. So you'll, hmm. when you hear a giant, you'll be able to understand the, as if you understand the language. It's like a comprehend language specifically for one language. And you said you just swallow it? Or. No, 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 in your in your ear, stop eating. It looks a little too much like a rock. <laughs> I know that I'm the squire, but can I, permission to issue a command, uh, Mr. Shortfoot? Uh, yeah, go for it. Stop eating weird stuff. Okay. I
3: dropped it down my bra. Also. It's lost in my cleavage.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, my ears are whole, so I put it in my nose. Well, I guess I'll be the only one who understands stuff.
3: <laughs> also, does this help us to respond to them?
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. All right.
3: All right, then. Uh, I guess I'll do Pass Without Trace. Great.
2: You guys cast Pass Without Trace. Uh, and as you go towards the glow, everybody go ahead and give me stealth checks. We'll do a group stealth check.
3: Nat 20.
0: Damn, ah, dude. Yes.
2: 23 for me. Okay. I just got a measly little 36. My Great. nat
3: 20 becomes a 33 with Pass nice. Without Trace.
2: A couple of... Beyond thirties as a uh, hard one, and can kind I of kind of clank behind? <laughs> a shameful twenty-three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of combat roles from the two um, for the
1: sons and daughters of Iron Deep. Hey, hard one, can you get rid of some of those rocks in your pocket? I know you were saving them for
2: later, but it's making a lot of noise. I might need a snack, (laughs) (laughs) You see the serpent is um, just begging at Hard One's legs for more rocks. Get your own. own. (laughs) Fine, here, take one. (laughs) So damn cute. It's it's a rock. Uh, you, You guys sneak along. Um, keeping to kind of the edges and there are torches up here. You can assume that, um, a lot of the giants might have dark vision, but, um, you know, these are getting near like the city gates and stuff. So you need to be able to see like further down the, um, tunnels. Um, you guys stay in the shadows of these torches, uh, as you go down this tunnel. And eventually you see a black iron gate that takes up most of the huge hall here. It looks to be guarding an entrance to the city beyond it. You can see the glow of fire or lava and atop the gate you can see a tall lanky fire giant scout wearing like a metal skull cap uh and in front of it the main guard is a familiar giant in black plate at least 20 feet tall you see it's Jorb the guy you ran into in the drill car before that you uh scared off um but you see he is intimidating a smaller skinnier giant uh who's in front of the gate the um the scout that's like on top of the tower is kind of just laughing, like,
0: yeah, get him, Jorb!
5: Uh, <laughs> and is just
2: kind of distracted and talking up this bully. And you see that Jorb is intimidating. A smaller, skinnier giant who is on his hands and knees picking up metal scraps that it looks like Jorb is kind of just like kicked out of his hands. You see that uh, the little giant has long, bushy red hair, a puffy red goatee, and welder's goggles. You see he's got big gloves on and like an artificer's apron along with like a large sack of trinkets that Jorb has just uh, spilled out. And Jorb uh, is pointing down at him going, you're a disgrace to your kind, wimpsh. Out here playing with toys? You see the smaller giant
5: scrambles? <gasps> um, it's Winch, not Wimpsh, and they're not toys, they're
2: probes. They're for scouting. See, Jorb uh, grabs uh, one of the little
0: probes and goes, Is that what you're doing? You're spying on me,
2: Wimpsh? And um, Jorb has this little probe uh, that's like um white-plated with like a little bubble camera and tiny treaded tires and you hear Mm -hmm. it's making little sounds like and the um, skinny giant goes like
5: don't hurt Mouser please please don't hurt Mouser
2: (laughs) and Jorb goes sorry can't allow any pests into the city and (laughs) crunches him Okay, I feel vindicated about everything we did to Jorb. Uh, Crunches him uh, and just takes his bag and is stomping on all of his shit.
3: No, 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 please, please.
4: Oh, we have to, we got to stop this. It's bullying, guys, come on. I'll
3: follow your lead.
2: Shit, okay, then let's go for it. Hard one chucks a rock at Jorb. (laughs) Eat up, motherfucker. Go ahead and make uh, an attack roll with advantage. 24. Go ahead and do your damage. hits. What kind of damage would you say a rock is? Oh, a rock? Uh, I'll say say D6. (laughs) D6
4: plus my strength, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I rolled a six.
2: Uh, 11 damage. Sweet. Um, Yeah, you um, peg this rock at Jorb, uh, hits him directly in the eye. Oh, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Jorb uh, throws down Winch and begins um, running down the hallway towards you guys. Uh, Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh shit, okay.
3: 15.
2: 21. 17. At the start of the round, uh, that is Saul. So Hard One basically got his off on a surprise round, uh-huh. hits this uh, fire giant in the head. Um, he angrily runs down the hall into the unknown, um, and Saul, you are waiting there for him, uh, looks at you. Oh, The fuck are you doing here, you little freak?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ah! We're just, ah!
2: Uh, I just punch him right in the shin. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: go ahead and make an attack. <laughs> 21 uh 21 hits second attack 15 uh 15 does not hit okay
2: uh, 10 damage right there. Uh, yeah, you um you you pop out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude sees you, kind of freaks out, uh, is confused, looks over, sees Callie, and realizes it's kind of an ambush. Uh, you jump out and just, like, pop him directly in the knee and kind of hyperextends it.
1: <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> That's right. We didn't know that you were bad before, but now we do, and we're really going to go hard on you. I'm not bad. You're bad. <laughs> Thank you. Did the other giant up on the tower see us? He knows
2: that something happened to Jorb, uh, okay.
1: so don't know what he's doing. Okay, yet. we gotta make this quick then. Um, I'm going to bonus action Flurry of Blows. Okay, sweet. That's going to be a 22 and a 21. Uh, both hit. Great. Okay. 16 more damage.
2: Nice. Yeah, I'll say that after. Uh, having fought him before and kind of trying to stun him and trying to grapple him and things like that, you're finally kind of figuring out how to fight giants. Uh, and you're just down there just like punching him in his joints and like his ankle and the back of his knee and stuff. You see he keeps buckling and almost falling over. Oh, God, damn damn it. Guys, I figured it out. You gotta go for the tendons. Oh, you just have to hit him.
1: Yeah, right in the bones and the tendons.
2: Uh, after Saul's turn, that's hard one's turn.
4: Uh, okay, I'll uh, take two attacks with an ax. Okay. You said you said the tendons?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or a wait, bone hey, if you
5: find a good bone wait, part. You, you guys are friends with Wimpsch? <laughs> we love Wimpsch. It's it's winch! <laughs> What's that, buddy?
3: Winch, if you can hear us come help! Winch! I'm actually I prefer Mauser.
4: That's a <laughs> He's dead! <laughs> a 19 to hit and I also crit.
2: Whoa Woo-hoo.
3: sick.
4: 42 damage 42 (laughs) damage
2: nice yeah you you fuck this guy right up uh saul gets up behind him oh and you know
4: what i think i might do a distracting strike so i'll add my superiority die comes out to 45 damage, and now Callie has advantage on her
2: attack. Against him. Nice. Yeah, so I'll say Ooh. you you hit him once with, like, the head of the axe, um, then hit him with the butt of it, like, right in the back of the knee. He buckles and starts to fall over. Oh! Uh, as uh, <laughs> setting him up for Callie, and Callie, you are next in the initiative.
3: Okay. I'm going to attack him to 28 to hit. Uh, 28
2: for sure hits.
3: Uh, and the second attack will be... 23 to hit.
2: Sick. Yeah, you pull out the ice dagger. You feel the chill in your hand uh, and stab into him.
3: So I'm going to do two smites, one flourish. 70 damage with a third level smite and a second level smite.
2: Christ. (laughs) So Saul and a hard one. Absolutely beat the shit out of this dude as he uh wanders around the corner of the tunnel. And then Callie just comes out and stabs him <laughs> just in like open flesh, like between uh pieces of armor, and he starts
3: bleeding. What the fuck? And what the an actual fuck? Extra four to my AC. Why? Yeah. Why? We hate rats, but we love
4: mouse. You shouldn't have been mean. You teased our friend Wimps
5: <laughs> It's it's winch. It's,
3: Mouser. Just, there's no pee in it. <laughs> Mouser. Winch starts yelling. We're going to get Mouser back.
2: Uh, and next in the initi- initiative, you actually see um, Winch runs over. Yes. And um, Jorb has already um, been like greatly injured. Winch uh, steps in between Jorb and you guys and points to you guys and goes,
5: I declare them as my enemies. I get first chance to kill them.
4: Wow. Uh, You're talking to who?
3: Sorry, uh, what? Just Me?
4: No, no, no. no. Go, go, go with Are you
3: serious, Witch? (laughs) Are you (laughs) you really serious right now? (laughs) What
4: are you getting at, dude?
3: (laughs) Where is this even coming from?
4: I feel like we helped you so much. I... I'm just hurt. I'm confused. I
3: need to take a lap. I'm, hurt. I'm Let's take fuming. and run. I'm fuming, I'm Jenna, taking a lap. And kind
0: goes, I think it might be a move,
3: guys. A move in the wrong direction of being <laughs> a friend. Yeah.
2: It's a giant step backwards as a move. No, That's like for the sure. only steps you can make are giant ones. But you see, Jorb is a mix of wanting to get out of this because you guys have more than three quarters killed him. <laughs> Um, but also is so mad, so wants to take a swipe at you. So he's kind of holding oh. his side the wound that where Callie just stabbed him. Uh, and just, like, gets up on kind of wobbly legs after <laughs> having been, like, slashed in the tendons. Um, <laughs> and uh, starts to, like, uh, push Winch out of the way. Um, but uh, Winch stands firm and goes... It's my job as an archivist to move our laws and tomes over to Magitech,
5: so I think I know them pretty well. There's a penalty for stealing a kill. If you wanted to do it, you should have declared them right away.
3: I kind of want to finish the job, Winch. Is that okay if we keep attacking him?
5: See, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but... If I declare you my enemy, you are protected for a certain amount of days, and no one can just attack you.
3: Okay. Oh, great! Oh, okay. Can okay. like bureaucracy work into our favor? This seems awesome. like a,
5: a, a deep, complex system
1: of honor uh, and, and laws and bylaws. I'm wondering, like, if we kick his ass and kill him after you declare that, is that going to make us look dishonorable? Yeah. Or is that cool? Uh, you see Jorb turns to the guy at the gate. Sound
5: the alarms!
1: <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs> There's more than
1: one person here. All right, let's pin this. We'll we'll, we'll table this for later.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah, uh, you see uh, Jorb <laughs> uh, holding his wound goes, you're damn right. We'll table this for later. You're lucky as hell that you're declared because otherwise I'd declare you dead. Really? After seven days are up. I'm going to get myself a bunch of friends and a bunch of huge magical weapons, and when you guys are sleeping, I'm going to come and I'm going to kick your ass. Can I kick him in the shin one more time? (laughs) I hide behind Winch.
4: (laughs) Hey, uh, Winch, do you want us to pretend to be super afraid of you for seven days? It could maybe boost your reputation around here.
5: That might actually be kind of helpful. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to, like us up and, like, parade us through the city? Well, we, maybe
2: directly towards, like, you know, the the king or the the prince?
5: We don't actually have to do that. You see, okay.
2: um, Winch uh, pulls up a little data pad um, and shows a projection of um, some of the kind of bylaws of malscurial and goes... You're welcome to enter the
5: city as long as you're not from somewhere that's in direct war with Malscurial. And even if you are emissaries of Iron Deep, you're free to enter the city peacefully so long as you're escorted by a representative of Malscurial, like a government agent, like an archivist, like me.
3: Okay, so you're you're security.
5: That's a way to
2: think of it. Mall security, all Mall security. Yeah, got it. Right. Uh, Jorb steps forward. No, I'm Mall security.
3: <laughs> I smite <at> him again.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, Jorb is uh, kind of happy to get out of this fight, so kind of leans back um, and yells up to the guy at the gate and goes, They got us on a technicality. Otherwise, we would have kicked these guys' asses.
4: Yeah, like we were a, a harmless robot or something.
2: <laughs> you see, yeah, um, Winch uh, picks up uh, the crushed Mauser.
3: Can you fix him?
2: You're gonna be okay, Mauser.
5: <laughs> I think I can fix him. Okay.
3: I lay my hands on Mauser <laughs> and I lay on hands.
2: Yeah, uh use I'll say it, it kind of works like amending. You can have it do
3: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that you it doesn't it.
2: it doesn't fix any of the electronics,
3: but it does like start
2: sealing some okay, of okay. the Okay, cr- I, I administer CPR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts it starts
5: sealing up some of the cracks <laughs> and which goes actually, that's going to make it a lot harder for me because <laughs> I need to be able to get at, like, the stuff inside. I'm at work. Okay, yeah, you, you basically, <laughs> you fixed can
4: them. I can breathe life into it One second.
5: Okay, that's even less effective. At least she's One, sort two, of curing three. the shell. This One, is just, two, you're just getting three. saliva all over my little robot. Okay, I'm just going to
1: put this duct tape away. Clearly, you've got this figured right, out.
5: Yeah,
2: Uh, Yeah, you see, um, uh, takes Mauser and Callie's healed it. And I'll say like- (laughs) For five. For five. You see that a lot of the cracks have healed up, so he's not crunched, but he's turned from like this robot that could go around to uh, essentially like a stationary toy that (laughs) instead of like these kind of quick high beeps, it just- (laughs) <laughs>
3: oh no okay. i made another falster <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh mauser what do they do to you uh, you guys are brought past the iron gate uh you see the scout atop the wall begrudgingly cracks the door at jorb's command um and beyond it and you guys see the bustling city of muscurial um but first um winch uh, talks to you guys for a second and goes well i'm i'm winch uh, uh who, who are all of you where are you from Oh. uh, Saul Ho. We're all from Esri originally, I
1: guess. Well, not originally, originally, but I'm from Esri originally. Uh, and then, yeah, Callie.
3: My name is H- Maeve Haypenny. Callie
5: <laughs> <And laughs> Maeve Haypenny.
3: Wait, I didn't know <laughs> we were doing nicknames. I'm from the astral plane. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. you
2: see, uh, Go ahead and give me an insight check. 20. You see, he is so... Fascinated and interested by that. I
5: have so many questions. It's been my dream to go up and join all the heroes on the astral plane.
3: Anything you want to know, I'm going to have a firm answer to. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm basically made of starlight.
5: Great. Why haven't we heard from Glade Home officially in uh, several years?
3: Because you haven't reached out. And that's on you.
5: <laughs> oh. And that's a faux pas. Okay. I actually have been building a teleporter trying to get up there, so I have been trying to reach out, but it's...
3: Okay, wait, I'm getting an answer. You're missing a crucial piece of the teleporter.
5: I am, how did you know? <laughs> yeah, she
4: communicates with the astral plane yeah. all the time. Okay. <laughs> she basically the got them on speed dial. I just feel like yeah. if we
5: were gonna
1: do aliases, we should have, like, talked about that beforehand. all
5: Buffon. <laughs> yeah, by the way, uh, Brad, Brad Daniels. <laughs> Brad Daniels. God damn it. Brad yeah. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Mae Vape Penny. Maeve Haypenny. penny. Just may Haypenny? penny. Yeah. Okay. He called you <laughs> Callie. Just kind of Yeah, That's
3: sort of like a term of endearment in the astral plane. <laughs> really?
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: Right.
1: Some, some people will call me Crunch git 'em though. If you wanna, if you wanna call me that. I don't think so.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I don't get that one, solemn, <laughs> <Yeah>. solemn Buffo.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're all Callies here, right? <laughs>
3: That's right. Yep, we are. Uh, so yeah, so Cali um, Pallys. <laughs> Cali Pally.
2: uh, Winch uh, takes you in and continues to ask questions about the astral plane and stuff. Seems like very interested in I talking give him to... all
3: really confident wrong answers. Great.
2: <laughs> talking to people from uh he's excited to talk to people from outside the city. Um You guys enter and you see beautiful buildings built of shiny uh, like volcanic rock, moats of lava, with big magitek gondolas taking giant citizens from place to place. They're manned by these enormous sailors who dip these huge paddles into molten liquid. And since the giants are immune to fire, they're also to a certain extent just completely immune to being hot. So as strange as it may seem, surrounded by all this lava, the populace is pretty bundled up in, like, you know, cool armor and stuff like that. Like the Dwarves of Iron Deep, the giants are proud, like, blacksmiths and artisans and stuff. So you do see a lot of, like, gems and yeah. jewelry. A lot built. of hoodies? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of, uh, uh, like, gorgeous armor. And you do notice that a lot of people are wearing black.
3: Are you mourning something down here? Yeah.
5: Well, I don't know how I personally feel about it, but... um. King Ralos died.
3: The prince's t- father
5: the prince's brother, Prince uh, Ekdar is 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 becoming king. His coronation is tonight.
3: What happened to Ralos?
5: so. It was kind of mysterious
3: circumstances. I you love see, true crime.
5: Okay, why don't we get to somewhere a little more private before we talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Do you have okay.
1: like a cool right. workshop full of like gears and levers and all sorts of tubes?
5: Oh, Callie, you know I do.
3: <laughs> Good call, Callie.
5: <laughs> Way to go, Callie, buffo.
1: Yeah, I just Callie like I see him, you know?
5: <laughs> Wait, I don't get
0: that. That means friends. We'll just keep walking.
2: <laughs>
5: uh,
0: yeah, you
2: walk along. Um, and you do see occasional fire goblins down here. Ooh. You aren't the only small folk, but they are rare. So you, you do see... You, you don't stick out completely mm-hmm. amongst the giants. Like, you're very clearly like not from here, but you can imagine that some other settlements and stuff that may be at war with Iron Deep, uh, maybe went and aligned with the giants, or some may just be, you know, different fire resistant species that would rather live in a city than other parts of the cave or- I um,
3: think I'm feeling quite affectionate about all the goblins we've met. So I try to make eye contact and be (laughs) congenial.
2: Yeah, you see a a little fire goblin uh, wearing all black uh, nods at you, Callie.
3: Uh, I nod at him. Yeah. Nice day. Nice day. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a it was just the, king's funeral. It was just a king's funeral. Said, no, she, she said, "Have
4: a nice day." Have a right. nice day. Right, and nice I day. feel
3: and I feel like I feel like the weather's conspiring to mourn him. Yeah, she actually she said ice so like, day. Ni- nice day for a funeral, <laughs> is right. what I was saying. Nice day to be
4: sad because it's all so fitting. Because
3: when <laughs> tragedy happens, you have <laughs> you have to be grateful for the little things. And yep. today, the day Bring being nice is the Let's only thing. Let's give
4: you a little hug. Yeah, we're gonna give you a hug,
5: Goblin.
3: <laughs> <This> <laughs> we're
4: hugging.
5: Give,
3: give me a, a deception <laughs> check, out <laughs> That's a seventeen. A
2: seventeen. Uh, yeah, you see, you see, the Goblin nods and goes, "Wow,
3: you really love the king." <laughs>
1: Are we wearing? Our armor isn't really yeah, black. Yeah, it though. is. Yeah, it's like black and red. Oh, cool. Yeah, Great. yeah. So we're we're mourning. Yeah, yeah.
3: Anyways, uh, where's the wake gonna be? Where are you hanging out? <laughs> the funeral was this morning. There's
2: gonna be uh, uh, the coronation is tonight though okay. at the castle. Are you
3: going? Are of you, course. Yeah. Are you yeah. pre gaming? Am I pre gaming? Yeah, yeah I mean in. the whole thing is kind of a party, so yeah, we will be partying where tonight can be pre-gaming? outside, just drink it outside the just castle outside. like everybody else. Just outside of the gate, the it's a tailgate. Coronary. Yeah, it's kind of wow. huge. All right. Do
4: you have yeah. a do you have a cup? Do you have a cup? Do you have a cup for us?
3: Uh, yeah, I can bring you guys cups. <laughs> what are your names? <laughs> I'm Ember. <laughs> Maeve. Maeve, nice to meet you.
4: Brad,
1: this is Saul Buffo. <laughs> Okay.
3: Saul Buffo, <laughs> hey.
1: Some people call me Callie, I guess.
3: <laughs> okay. I'll just call you Saul. <laughs> okay, Amber. All right, I'll see fine. you guys at the party. I'll see you later. All right. <laughs> you really have been a ray of sunshine on okay. an otherwise dark day. Thanks. Yeah,
4: but a nice day all the same.
3: a <laughs> <laughs> nice well, day. Yeah I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's nice out in the cave
1: that we're every day. The weather's kind of yeah. the same. Ember, Ember, uh, any, any tips on not getting stepped on while we're here? You know, Bob and Weave. All right, can How do. do we can so do. Much. get at that. Yeah. Uh, you can see, I just say you see Amber. Ember almost gets crushed. <laughs> 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 All right, what? we picked a weird day to <laughs> tour the city, but
2: you know what? My condolences. Uh long live the king, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like mixed emotions. Like there mm-hmm. are some people that seem kind of uh not not happy about it, but some people seem like pretty devastated, mm-hmm. and some people don't seem all that bothered, and are, in fact, talking excitedly about the coronation tonight. And is you, there
3: you, any distinctive differences between the two groups?
2: Yes. Uh, actually, you know
3: what? Go ahead and give me like, perception checks. Or? Uh, 23.
4: 17.
3: 14.
2: I'll say you, you, you can't really tell any difference. It's kind of just like wild card of people who are upset about the king, and the people who... Aren't that upset about the king? Aren't necessarily like plotting against the city or anything like that. It's more just they maybe don't care that one of th- that their like monarch died. Okay. They don't care. Yeah. Um. But some of the people that are really pumped are saying things like, "Prince Ectar will restore the glory of the Giants." Mm. I think he's got that fire in him. Um, there's a lot of people that are talking about him having that fire in him. Okay. Mm. Back at the water park, we'd
1: say you got that frog in you. I think this is a similar (laughs) expression.
3: And there's not like a class difference. It's not like, oh, it looks like the aristocracy is like...
2: No, you know what? I would say it's a lot of younger giants and a lot of ones who are sort of peacocking with their warrior Mm. garb. Mm. Mm. The warriors that are wearing more sort of like the traditional things that you would see a fire giant wearing aren't like speaking that loudly or being that like braggadocious, but people yeah. that are like, you know, they have like giant chainsaw blades or just, you nice know, things that are without
4: a scratch on exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. The,
2: these things that are like kind of peacocking, those people are pumped about Prince Ektar hmm. who seems to be based on kind of what you heard from Rick dis uh, the giant who uh, died, who you guys helped give kind of peace to. Um, From what you've heard, this dude's kind of a hothead, so it would make sense that people would be uh, kind of, uh, some people would be kind of pumped about that. Winch, is it
1: uncommon for them to have the coronation, the, like, day of the funeral?
5: Some would say it's a tad insensitive.
2: Yeah, it's a little tacky. Yeah, um, Mm -hmm. so you see um, Winch brings you guys over to a gondola, tips the gondolier, this, like, tall, lanky giant, who pushes off the dock. And dips into the magma with a long row. I mean, begins taking you guys down the river. Damn, this is cool. It's like Venice on fire, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As you guys, I'll say also a
3: great place to blow glass.
2: Whoa, when should we go glass blowing? <laughs> One other person on the boat with you is blowing glass. This <laughs> is beautiful. We should do
3: instead of a paint and sip a blow and sip.
2: <laughs> Her lips get burned off instantly. <laughs> Yeah, there's just fumes. I keep accidentally right next sipping
3: the molten glass. <laughs> it looks good.
2: Your lips are fused to it. Is
1: the worm drawing any attention?
2: Or does it just kinda of seem like a standard little pet No down here? no one would expect that the giant beast that was wrecking the whole mountain mm-hmm. is like the size of a small horse. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nobody's like, that's what's been causing all this trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh the the serpent is just uh going along um with you guys. Yeah.
5: I like your mouser. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's just kind of our Mouser,
1: yeah. What, yeah. what is Mouser's job, by the way?
5: Is it M- drone? Mouser, a drone? Mouser's a probe. I actually mm-hmm. have a bunch of scouting probes. That sort of was my job. Now I'm more of an archivist, but sort of what I do as a hobby is I like to build little machines so that I can see what's going on in the mountain and mm. some areas outside of the mountain. Mm. Uh, what have you seen lately? Um, well, I've got some probes out on the mothership, uh, submersible.
3: What? Uh, Interesting. Wow.
4: You, uh, you learned anything interesting from from those folks? I feel like, I feel like maybe sharing a lot of things from the astral planes. Right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's
3: true. It's only fair that, you know, I. Gave gifts from the sky. Give me some gifts from the sea, my man. Okay, yeah,
5: <laughs> okay. I, I can. I can show you guys Bye some. I, I can show you guys some of the um, things I've, I've seen. I've been at first. I was sort of collecting it for the Malscurians down here, but um, they haven't been as interested in my devices. Um, but I did find someone who. Uh, has been really interested in finding out on what's going on with the submersible, and I actually just sent them a bunch of footage and everything. They're actually from Esri. Oh, points to you guys.
1: Oh, are they? Uh, I mean, we're sharing a lot, but, you know, Maeve did, like, give you the skinny on the sky. So I'm wondering, like,
5: who Who did you give this information to? Well, um, they're part of, uh, they said they're a part of kind of a rebel group. Um, <gasps> so he just had code name Boy Wizard.
1: Saul, like, shivers a little bit.
0: <laughs>
5: um, so we've kind of The been, information is in good hands. Yeah, they've been um helping me out. We've been kind of sharing information. I've had some footage from the uh, ocean floor down there and checking out the mothership HQ. Some of the powers that be down here are more concerned with fighting over the mountain and not as worried about what else is going on out there and I don't trust mothership and anything they're doing so I personally like to keep an eye on them smart
3: I think that's a good move I would say that we share the same hobby
5: yeah Yeah, I meant to ask I, I I'm, I'm sorry I haven't yet but what brings you down to Moscurial how did you get this far down
1: Let's wait till we get to your
2: workshop. Right on, right on, right on. (laughs) Yeah, you guys uh, get off the gondola, Mm -hmm. and Winch brings you to a small home on the edge of town.
5: So
3: did the gondolier not sing at all?
2: (laughs) It's a great
5: question. The gondolier goes, (laughs) It's getting hot in here, (laughs) so take off all your clothes. So hot. I (laughs) want (laughs) to take my clothes (laughs) off.
3: I follow Don't. Don't. I follow the uh, <laughs> lyrics of the song and then my skin Callie? starts scalding as hey. I take off my fire. <laughs> Ow! Oh <sighs>
2: Uh, yeah, Winch brings you
3: Deceitful to- Deceitful music!
2: <laughs> Never listen to oh. Nelly. <laughs> um, Winch brings you guys to a small home on the edge of town. Uh, like the other places here, it's it's built of smooth rock, uh, but there's all kinds of clutter outside of the house, kind of half-finished machines and scrap metal. Little. Um, does like-
3: it look like this tech is like scrapped mothership tech, mm. or does it look like he's making it on his own?
2: It looks like he knows how to design his own tech, mm-hmm. but that um, a lot of it is built out of scrap metal and stuff. And yeah, yeah. you know that, uh, you know, they were able to, some fire giants were able to get the force cage capsules and stuff out of the automatons mm-hmm. in the mountains and stuff like that. So you can imagine this dude probably is scrapping a lot of mothership tech and things like that on the okay. out- uh, from the outside and you see, uh, yeah, he he uh, brings you inside uh, and immediately inside you guys see the glow of screens all across the room and hear the hum of machinery. You see that books are stacked high. These seem to be the law books and stuff that um, Winch is in the process of archiving. You see he has an, an enormous chair that leans back and faces a bunch of projection screens with a keyboard and some other devices attached to it. Um, and pulled up, uh, you see a bunch of directories uh, that seems to be his, like, regular like day job stuff and he also has video footage from his various probes that are going around some of them going throughout the mines um, and he also has some undersea ones that you see are going near the mothership mega sub do we see anything interesting happening on those screens yeah, anything yeah. We can,
1: like, I-
3: make I- out.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Can Can we um, all three sit in his chair at the same time? Of course, chair. Amazing. Uh, you guys all rush in. (laughs) Excuse me, guys.
3: Uh, I call bottom.
2: Great. (laughs) (laughs) Middle. You guys stack stack up for some reason. (laughs) Um, And I gotta go top. Uh, (laughs) You guys all sit down um, and um, begin looking through uh, some of this probe footage. Um, And you look at the submersible, uh, and it is less like a sub and more like kind of the giant air yacht. That once Mm. hung over Esri. It it just looks—it's basically just like a giant underwater boat. Um, At first glance, it it almost looks like a shipwreck at the bottom of the ocean, but you do see that it is floating and it is operational. There are hundreds of windows and glass walls throughout, all lit up by magitek lanterns and the glow of machinery. You also see powerful weapons—these big laser cannons—and other attached submersibles that zip around the water nearby. Is there, like, a city adjacent to this as well, like in Esri? No, this is... You... I believe someone explained to you at some point when you guys first got to Iron Deep mm-hmm. that Jaina kept like a giant mothership HQ from being built in Iron Deep, right. and this is their way of getting around it: is they're <laughs> international in waters. Inter, literally in international waters, <laughs> and that's why there were transporters <laughs> taking mothership oh. uh, employees to their HQ. So they've got this giant, essentially base that's not technically under the rule of Iron Deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you see, um, uh, Winch, as, as, as you guys are like relaying this and talking about this goes. That's kind of what I'm concerned about, right? Mulscurial
5: and Iron Deep are so concerned with each other that they're, you know, not checking in on this giant freaking underwater mm-hmm. potential time bomb.
1: Winch, you have a good hand on your shoulders because honestly, yeah, we're on the same page here. This is a huge issue. We're very worried about it. Uh, we've actually been working with Boy Wizard and Ma Goblin. I don't know if you've heard of her.
5: I've codenamed Ma Goblin, I have. Okay, cool. Uh, actually, do you, are you in communication with them currently? We do have to close our channels so that uh-huh. we can't be tracked, specifically by Mothership, but I could send them an alert, and they we could probably open a channel within the next day or two. Okay, yeah. Um, If you could work on
1: that, because uh, I used to be in contact with Boy Wizard and the crew via toilet paper, but that was
2: compromised. Of course, just nods, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I just... The
5: Rolodex.
2: You know, he knows! Of course.
1: Uh. Um, I, I give him a high five. <laughs>
2: it's, just a yeah, very he tiny, tiny strong <laughs> hand.
1: Super low five for him. Has to bend down. <laughs> Years back, crack. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, if you could do that, we, we need to come up with some sort of like secure code name so that it's not intercepted in any way. But right, uh, we're pretty so so we good at coming Saul, up with some names. Buffo? No, no, not oh, Saul No, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> okay,
2: maybe. Great. Um, yeah, you see uh, he types into uh, a, a keypad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that there are uh, previous messages between him and uh, Boy Wizard mm-hmm. and him and Ma Goblin. It looks like Albin and Ma Goblin are trying to track what's going on Mm -hmm. with Alexandrite and kind of the rogue AI that's down on the ocean floor and clocked that this third-party winch was looking down, so kind of reached out and was like, "Hey, do you want to work together?" Okay. Um, and it, it looks like from their communication, it looks like they've taken some of his footage that he's taken with his probes, and they're doing some type of scans or something with it uh, with their technology. Uh, but you see that Winch uh, types in that he'd like to open a channel um, whenever they're available in the next uh, day or so, uh, and writes that in uh, and writes code name Saul Buffo. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubs his temples. <laughs> Right. Well, at least there
1: won't be any confusion this way.
5: Right. So, <clears throat> sorry I couldn't uh, tell you everything while we were out in the city, but there is some strange stuff going on in Mulscurial. I wasn't a huge fan of King Rallos, but I'm even less of a fan of his brother, Prince Ekdar. So Rallos was a young, angry king who was super headstrong. Um, but it, he was also a warrior and a, a sort of a brave fighter in his own right. But Prince Ektar has always been sort of a fail son, <laughs> try hard, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of bluster and not a great person to have mm-hmm. in charge. Mm-hmm. So
3: like Ralos would respect the rules of combat and maybe Ectar wouldn't.
5: Ralos is the type of person that would declare war on everyone Uh and uh, then go out and fight himself. And Prince Ektar is the type that would make a deal with a deity or somebody terrible or something to curse his enemies or give himself some kind of unfair advantage. Mm -hmm. Speaking of deities
1: and uh, powerful beings,
3: does the name Ultras mean anything to you? We ran into a fire giant on the way here who referenced someone named Ultras.
5: I am aware of who Ultras is, sort of a legendary figure amongst the giants, but I did not know anything about him being
1: Well, let me ask you another question in the same vein. Is there any sort of like new player on the scene at the court? Any sort of like advisor to the prince? Anyone like that?
5: Well, I think we can assume that something is going on behind closed doors because mm-hmm. King Rallos died under extremely strange circumstances. The official yeah. story is that the the monster in the mountain caused a cave-in at mm. the fortress, but that seems a little convenient. It's quite strange that his brother would go out to capture the serpent only to return unharmed. Meanwhile, his older brother who's a, a better warrior than him, is is killed sitting at home.
4: And the timeline, it's all its all very fast. And yep, you can't yep. imagine Ektar would have this confidence without an ally. Mm-hmm. I think we can assume that Ultras and Ektar are working together.
3: Yeah.
5: I, I don't see any... Uh, I, there has to be some kind of explanation for how Ekdar would be able to best his brother because by any sort of conventional means, he wouldn't be able to do it without help.
1: Okay.
3: What does this coronation mean?
5: Well, Prince Ektar being in charge, he might just go after uh, Iron Deep right now. He might command all of the giants to rise up out of the mountains and start raiding towns again or start raiding villages. I I don't know exactly what he has planned, but Prince Ekdar is... Not smart or yeah. good or tactical. Okay,
2: give a picture of Prince Hector just so we can like kind of like picture him in our heads. Uh, yeah, you see he um, goes over, uh, he, he types something up You see a projection pops up of, um, you can assume uh, when this information is updated and he's uh, officially the king after Mm -hmm. the coronation, he'll have a bigger crown, but he's got like a a little crown um, because he's a prince. Um, It's a ruby-encrusted gold crown. You see he's got a long black sleeveless robe with gold inlay, and he's got powerful arms but in kind of like a glamour muscle way and the long red hair and a long red beard Um, and is definitely like posing in a way where he's flexing. He's much, much say. more bodybuilder than power. The,
4: the sleeveless robe <laughs> okay. is kind of cool. We have to all admit that. He,
2: we have to
5: all
1: admit yeah, that. We he looks can. pretty badass. But he's kind of like yeah. doing like a three quarters angle to like make his biceps look bigger. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can see the Yeah, he's you can tell that someone's in. really
3: yeah. been picky with light to emphasize <laughs> contrast. <laughs> right. right. What does the king inherit? Like, is it just the power to dispatch? Armies or is there an artifact that they inherit as well? They don't uh I'm sure
5: there are, you know, various family heirlooms and things, mm-hmm. but n- nothing nothing exactly comes to mind. Okay. I think what cool. Ekdar would be looking for is power and recognition. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um I sort of told you what I couldn't uh speak out in public, but what brings you all to Moscurial?
4: Well,
1: um, so you see this uh it's a dwarven page that's with us here. She's been very quiet
0: because she's Hello. Uh, very respectful. Hi. Hi. Uh, she is. I the... didn't just run up to your chair uh, is it okay if I sit in a chair and maybe have a snack <laughs> oh yeah do you have any ice
5: water I'm very thirsty <laughs> the ice melts really quick but I have um, some lukewarm
2: water okay I have a high dexterity I can probably drink it pretty quickly
5: right. it goes over um,
2: uh, instantly melts as it goes in uh, but it, you gulp it so fast that it's just lukewarm instead of steaming okay, I did get an ice cream headache okay might evaporate yeah. it uh, you, you see yeah Kenna has a little snack in the corner uh, it's very like organized with it has like two like big cookies and a glass of milk and sits there and like very methodically like dips it. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so she is actually the squire of actually
2: Kenna, can I reveal this or do you want to say this?
0: No. No, I'm not gonna tell
2: anybody.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Never you mind. See, she um,
2: looks forward. I'm sorry, official Iron Deep
1: business. Yes, that's uh, all you need to know. Uh we are here to rescue our friend who is uh last we heard trapped inside the helmet of Ultras, the demigod.
5: Oh, uh, and you think Ultras is here, so you think your your friend could potentially be here. We thought he was here,
4: and now now that we see everything that's going on, I think we know that he's here. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for not being super honest with you. My, na- my name is actually Bradley Daniels.
5: <laughs> I
3: should have hey, said
5: that up top. It's, o- it's okay, Bradley.
3: We are also here because we heard from... A fire giant who we laid to rest respectfully. Uh-huh. That the regent of Iron Deep was dishonorably captured.
5: Oh, I heard some rumors about that, but it hasn't been officially announced.
0: Yeah,
4: the rumors are real. This is confirmed fact. You see, if my um, name isn't Bradley.
2: <laughs> Kenna crunches a cookie as she goes to dip it, <laughs> and just looks so mad in the corner. <laughs> Did she bring cookies for everyone, or are those just for her? They're my cookies.
5: (laughs) She asked for a snack, and I gave her a snack.
0: (laughs) You just have to ask
5: for stuff. You guys just ran in my house and started going on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) She's the only one acting normal. I will...
1: May I have a snack,
5: please, Winch? Of course. (laughs) May I have... have Yeah, I have three cookies. Please, I <laughs> uh, gives you three giant cookies. Do you have any Tostito chips? Okay, I, of course, but uh, what would be a scoop to you uh-huh. uh, mm. is <laughs> what would be a scoop to me is restaurant size to you. What I wow,
3: wow so it's like a tortilla bowl. Exactly, yeah. well, I'll the, take
5: the tacos. restaurant. The restaurant size. To you. Right. Wait, 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 sorry. I, the restaurant ties to me would be tortilla bowls to you. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: so right. I, I will take a taco salad. Okay.
5: <laughs> and I would so,
1: like one taco salad and then one tostito scoop to sleep in later.
5: You are... Tough house guests <laughs> goes over.
4: If we're doing Mexican, I'll do Crunch Wrap Supreme.
1: <laughs>
5: oh wow.
2: Okay. Ooh, that'd be really comfy to sleep I'll, on. I'll try. I'll
5: try. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. You see, um, yeah, Winch uh, goes uh, and gets to work.
3: When he goes if he goes to prepare that, I'll look at Kenna and say, I'm sorry, but I think that this is the most direct route to save Jaina.
0: I trust your instincts. And she salutes you.
3: Didn't feel very sincere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just don't. I I don't know whether I, I'm just a squire. Okay, I don't know.
3: Yeah, no, I I, to- I totally get it. I lie all the time. I just felt like this moment, like we could trust him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: There's a ticking clock here. We need to get close to Ectar before this coronation.
3: And I think we might need one ally.
0: Yeah. In that case, if we're gonna if we're gonna trust him, we should probably trust him all the way. I. I don't know if we'll be able to get to the new king on his coronation day without some some help. Yeah. Yeah. Or but some insight. It does seem like Winch has a connection to the
1: kingdom. He's like an archivist, so maybe he could smuggle us closer. I mean, there's probably going to need to be somebody there recording the events of the day. Maybe he could like pose as a cameraman and all us in.
3: Is there a reason that we have to do it at the coronation? That's what I was trying to suss out. Like, do we have like a, a bit of time?
1: It just seemed like a good distraction, but I guess we could wait.
3: Yeah, I mean, we can. If if you think it's I, my thought was that it would be everyone together and like maybe more likely that we would be fighting the whole city rather than.
4: Well, I guess like, I think just, I think as soon as he ascends the throne, he can issue a command.
3: Okay, all right, coronation it is. Yeah.
4: Pre-coronation, maybe he's getting fitted for a suit or something.
2: Um, You know he's going to be very particular about his fit. uh, As you guys are are talking about this, Winch uh, brings you guys your food and does overhear uh, you guys talking and goes, Well, I don't know if the
5: answer is necessarily that you want to get him alone. You might want to get him in front of a lot of people so that you can essentially question his honor.
3: Oh, like invoke a trial of steel? He,
5: He points at you and he goes, That's not a bad idea, but... You can't just you know, walk up and demand a trial of steel to a member of the royal family or one of his counselors, but there is a way that you could earn that right. King Ektar's coronation begins tonight, followed by a celebration tomorrow that includes duels and games, and the winners of those games can make a request from the king. And if you make a request publicly, the king would have no choice but to agree or else be labeled A coward. I see. If you were to invoke a trial of steel after being a champion Mm -hmm. of these games, at a time when the king is really supposed to honor any reasonable request, most of their requests are petty things, solving grievances between houses and things like that. If you were to use your platform to challenge the king, he would, have to fight you, or you himself or choose a champion.
3: Can I ask you, I mean, we're going to stick out a bit. Is there a cover to say why we would be here and like participating in these games?
5: This is all thrown together quite quickly. So official rosters have not been announced. We could sign you up tonight at the castle.
3: Okay. So are you saying that we need to come up with like jousting personalities?
5: That could help.
3: Pretend like we're a group of wandering champions who go around winning tourneys.
4: I'll be the joking jouster. Uh, Uh I wear clown makeup and huge shoes.
3: Uh, I'll be the jingling jouster and I'm covered in bells.
4: Oh, that's great. That's really good.
5: I, the juicy jouster, for obvious reasons. (laughs) Yeah, having some kind of alter ego isn't a bad idea. There's nothing that says that someone from Iron Deep can't compete although it might make you a target Hmm.
4: can't imagine anybody ganging up on a clown uh (laughs) uh, and uh someone covered in in bells and someone else covered in juice i want to say
5: the the what was the name the just the clown the the joking jouster the joking jouster jouster and the juicy yeah the jow- already- what about what about the jousting jester? Can I? Mm, yeah, no. That's, as yeah. long as I can still <laughs> okay. wear the
4: clown makeup, I'm down to for the <laughs> okay. name change.
5: You know what?
1: Let's leave some work for the announcer. You know, right? Okay. <laughs> jousting jester is yeah.
4: actually. It's actually
5: phenomenal.
3: And I'll be the jewel smoking jester. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, you do have that vape. vape.
5: (laughs) Oh, vaping. Yeah.
3: And I'm from the astral plane. Right.
5: (laughs) Yeah. You were telling me lots of stuff about it. Anyway, yeah, there is precedent for small folk being able to work together most giants wouldn't want to just do a duel with a much smaller opponent there's really no glory in that fight so it stands to reason that you, you might be able to have three or four of you on the same team
3: Interesting.
1: Yes. Would would our junior jouster like to join us? I point
2: to Kenna. Uh, Kenna is already um, at your side um, (laughs) polishing your weapons um, and giving you a manicure (laughs) saw. Thank you. You gave me fingernails.
1: Incredible. (laughs) Are these press-ons? They're
2: fabulous.
1: (laughs) You get an extra D4
3: of piercing damage when you...
1: Uh, Awesome. Okay. So we can just go up and sign up. We don't have there's no like shenanigans involved.
5: Like I said, a lot of these duels and stuff are between established knights, so mm-hmm. they might give you a hard time, but technically there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to compete in something. All right, okay. let's okay. go add our name to the list.
3: I just right. realized Maeve Hey Penny is wanted, so I'm going to go Jennifer Skydays.
0: Jennifer
5: <laughs> right.
4: Skydays. Should we operate under one umbrella? Named, interesting, you interesting. know, like the jolly jo- the jolly jousters or the something like that. jolly jousters because then we good. have the jangling, we have the jester,
0: yeah. yeah,
3: sort
5: of a, um, junior. a traveling troop that fights giants.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the first time we've done it, but that is our right. mission.
3: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the there's there's an announcement tonight. They're beginning the the coronation tonight, and I I assume you'll That's be able to sign up, sign up. somewhere okay, near okay, there. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just need time okay. to knit a pair of juicy shorts that I'm going to wear <laughs> as part of my gimmick. <laughs> Knit two. We'll give you all the time you
2: need. Make
3: it three. <laughs> so it
1: all gets to work.
3: <laughs>
2: all right. Well, uh, should should we get going? Uh,
3: yeah, that was for me. Yeah.
2: Um, sweet. Yeah. Let's you see, um, Winch uh, brings a little travel pack with him and begins uh, sort of tweaking with Mouser, uh, kind of rebuilding him. Oh. Um, and you hear the um, beeps getting higher and higher. Beep. 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 Uh, as he um, uh, begins to like tweak it and get Mouser back up and running and you guys see a huge
3: should be the Mousketeers in honor of Mouser the, the three Mousketeers the
4: four Mousketeers <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's a copyright Disney property
3: <laughs> <laughs> well you named it Mouse. <laughs> I named it Mouser Mouser Tears oh from- Mouser's Castle
4: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> just I already knitted the shorts is the thing.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm still down to wear the shorts.
3: All right, all right. Juicy Jousters it is. They're Juicy. cool shorts regardless of the name. Uh,
2: yeah, as you guys um, walk towards the castle of Malskerial, you see a huge migration of people. The mountain tremors with the marching of giants as they approach the gates of the Great Fortress. And as you get there, you see black iron twisted architecture Every part of this building looks like it would cut you. Um, Moats of popping magma, glowing orange waterfalls uh, pouring out of the walls. Atop the castle is a balcony that looks out over the crowd, All around, there are banners of the new king's flag, a black gauntlet covered in flame, set on a red and gold background. There are giant knights in gem-encrusted armor wearing his colors and trumpeters on the balcony, preparing for the king's arrival. But down here, down on the ground level, uh, you do see um, a bunch of people are celebrating. There are people like drinking in the streets and stuff. Um, and you do see Ember, the little uh, goblin, um, comes up to you guys.
3: Hey guys, a bunch of cups. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Ember. So solid. Yeah. I think I give him money. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, you know, sometimes friends compensate. Oh, yeah. You are, okay. Yeah. So, you were, so started I was kind giving him money because, like, like, I went and bought the beer. Exactly. Great. Exactly. I, got you guys a I want hot you to know pi- that piping hot IPA. <laughs> drink it so <laughs> fast.
2: You uh, begins pouring out of like a kegerator that's uh, on <laughs> his back, uh, and you see it begins like evaporating very quick.
0: Oh, with so much steam. Drink
3: it quick.
2: This is boiling. I don't know if
4: I.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. Actually like it like this.
2: Okay. Uh, how much damage do I take? <laughs> uh, no fire damage. Oh, uh, you guys are immune to fire damage when you're, while you're wearing the suits. Oh, nice. Oh, Ooh. amazing. But you guys do see that there are, um, outside of the gates here, outside of all these, like, celebrating people, you see, do you see that there are tents set up uh, with lines of knights uh, waiting to register uh, for the tournament.
3: I'm going to do all a right. lap and see what our uh, competition is.
2: Great. Mm. Go ahead and give me a uh, perception check.
3: 16.
4: Okay. I'll join on the lap.
3: Great. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> but I did roll a nat one, so I think I'm choking <laughs> on the boiling beer.
2: Yeah, you're just trying <laughs> You're trying to be, like, casual. You're thinking, like, oh, I don't want to get too drunk, so I don't want to drink it too fast. But now you just have boiling beer that is all of the alcohol is already burned off, and you're just drinking burning water.
3: I also will say that I cast purified food and drink on our Oh, beer. great. Oh, okay, nice. so
2: now they're regular just, fresh beers. I,
3: I stocked it today because I was feeling dodgy.
2: Great. Um, Yeah, I'll say the Purify, for for these purposes, it makes the liquid uh,
1: regular liquid. Um, I'm going to give Callie (laughs) guidance, but I am focusing primarily on painting uh, the bronze worm to make it our mascot.
2: Okay, great. Um, You start painting the bronze worm uh, in the um, way of the juicy jousters. Juicy jousters or Jolly jousters? Jolly jousters. Jolly, okay. Mm. It's a jolly on your pants. Yeah. Okay, got it.
3: (laughs) Well, no, Um, we we
1: all have our own unique branding under the Jolly umbrella. Oh, you you specifically
2: are the juicy jouster. Yeah.
1: You know what I do is I I paint the bronze worm uh, like a fun color, uh, and then I shape it into a J. Nom,
0: nom,
2: nom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Callie, you go ahead and you do a lap.
3: As I take my lap, I'm gonna throw up a detect thoughts. Yes,
2: detect thoughts. Okay. So
3: I'm getting everyone's surface level thoughts. So if, if people are clocking each other, I'm getting the goss.
2: Great, okay. A lot of the knights in line are... Fighting for very petty grievances, uh, you overhear in their head like a cacophony of things like, "I'm challenging Dizthos to a duel so that he'll have to take down that tower that blocks my view of the Lake of Fire." Mm.
0: <laughs> like it's
2: a lot. It's literally like a lot of um, uh, disputes between noble houses and things like okay. that.
3: I think that's all fun, and I try. I want to like clock that but i want to if that's the norm i yeah. want to try to listen to what's outside the norm
2: great okay most of it is is these like petty grievances and then there are a few people that are like I want to join the King's Guard and prove myself, like put me against any of the best warriors. Like you overhear somebody saying that to the registrar. Um, So you see that there are some people being set up in like tournament brackets where there's going to be like a champion jouster and things like that. There's some people that are just settling things between houses or people with old slights that are like this family hates this family and so their two strongest warriors are going to fight each other just for uh, the sake of honor. Mm -hmm. And uh, a very unusual one you see an insanely ripped giant with just a bag over his head and an enormous <laughs> an enormous chainsaw uh, is talking to the registrar and is just, wanna, wanna kill people. Okay, that's a really good gimmick. And the uh, registrar goes, of course, place your name right here. <laughs> and in his head, uh, you hear him think, some more meat for the battle royale.
3: The registra- Registrar. Registrar oh, thinks that. Mm. What is that? Is Battle Royale all the losers then fight in a Battle Royale?
2: You get the sense that that outside of all of these duels and things like that, mm-hmm. knights of ill or no repute just get put in a giant Battle Royale. Ah. So this moron with a bag over his head and a chainsaw <laughs> walks up and says, I want to kill people. And this guy says, all right, throw him in the Battle Royale. Hmm. Alright. Well we
4: wanna be in we wanna be in a bracket, right? I wanna we wanna be working our way up so we can win a tournament. Yeah. We do not want to be in a battle royale.
3: Can I use this to tech thoughts? I'm curious since Calder is in Ortress's head, if I can try to like detect Calder.
2: Go ahead and give me a wisdom save, charisma check, or religion check.
3: I think that... I want to, even though I only have a plus one to religion, I want it to be a religion check. Okay. <laughs> I think I want to like reach into the starry serpent stuff.
2: Great. Uh, give it to me with advantage.
3: That's an nat one. And the 16 becomes a 17.
2: All right. Callie, you see, as you make this religion check, Starfire begins to shed from mm-hmm. the serpent onto this ice dagger that mm-hmm. Calder gave you. You feel it it cools, and you feel it begin shifting in the sheath at your side and like points. Like dowsing rod. Like a dowsing rod. Points towards the castle. Okay, so he's in the castle. Okay. Alright.
3: Interesting. Um, okay, shall we go put our names in?
1: Uh, yeah. You see that Saul is uh, planking on top of the serpent so that it looks like a capital J with a crossbar.
2: You guys uh, wait in the line, and as you get into the front, you see this um, rich-looking, snobby uh, fire giant looks at you guys and goes, Yes, how can I help you?
1: Good day, sir. We are the Jolly Jousters. We travel the land in search of jousts and challenges worldwide, and we are here to enter.
2: What games do you have available? Uh, You see just... Closes his eyes as soon as he hears the name Jolly Jousters um, and then opens them like a full minute later and goes, you small
5: folk want to fight in front of King Ektar at his coronation celebration. Indeed. Jolly so. You think you're worthy of the, of the core coronation? <laughs>
4: yes.
1: Yes. And even if we uh, die and uh, are trampled by fire giants, I think everyone will think it's pretty funny.
4: And it'll make them jolly. It will be jolly to go out in such a jo- jovial fashion. That's a fair point. You see, as you say, like
2: die, us dying will be funny. He does like. <laughs> you see, he does a nod and turns to uh, one of the registrars next to him in like a different line, um, and they they talk for a second, um, and then he looks back over you guys and goes, "Well, most of the battles tomorrow will be duels between knights
5: of high uh, repute. I have not heard of the." jolly jousters, um, but there is one fight that um, we might have a spot open for.
3: Right.
2: Folks like you. What fight might that be? Yeah. It is a battle royale uh, 30 giants Oh, we one were actually winner.
3: thinking it'd be way funnier if we just took on one person. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we were thinking of coming out in a big trench coat pretending <laughs> yeah. to be one big giant and then mm-hmm. revealing, Here, "Look at this,
4: look at us do the jig. Here, everyone get on my shoulders." Yeah, yeah.
3: Get everyone, on the shoulders. Okay. Okay.
2: everyone, as you guys get up for, <laughs> for a really important performance check. <laughs> I need a group performance check from everyone.
4: I Got give this.
3: both of you bardic.
4: Okay, and I'm going to use uh commanding presence which is a battle master maneuver at a uh, superiority die to this. Saul
1: uh, looks into the mirror of himself and sees Swag nodding at him. I got a dirty 20.
2: Nice.
3: And uh, you also have a one. I don't
4: know if I'm going to need it. I rolled a 32.
3: Whoa. Whoa.
2: I am jolly. I am jovial.
3: (laughs) I got a 24.
2: Okay, yeah. I'll say that you have borrowed some clothes from Winch, Mm -hmm. and you do stack yourselves... Uh, in a trench coat, which is classic small folk uh, mm. appealing to giant mm. humor. Uh-huh. Uh, even the stuffy registrar <laughs> sort of snorts. And uh, hard one starts river dancing. So. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> but okay, hard it's one good. is in the middle, so it's really disorienting. Hard one, why are you moving around so much? I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall. Yeah, go with
4: it. Just go with it.
5: <laughs> Feel the music. The registrar goes. <laughs> Yes, I, I I suppose you you would be good for a laugh.
2: All right, um, <laughs> what what were you thinking?
3: What were we thinking? I mean, I think like whoever you think needs a win.
2: All right, well. You, you see uh, he, he's a little bit charmed by you guys and uh, <laughs> like
3: who do you think is going to have kind of a boring fight and this will bring some spice to it make the audience go wild right. well
2: the
5: Jolly Jesters I know that you're a delight <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you can bring the heat. I know you can of bring course. the heat mm-hmm. unfortunately everyone in the arena is not going to know that so uh-huh. I can't put you in like a high profile duel or something like that That's so fine. I, I normally I would put you in the battle royale because you are small folk and I'd love to see sure, you get sure, crushed sure. Mm-hmm. but I could also put you in a tournament
2: amongst hedge knights and other sort of lower-ranked knights that are looking to make a name for themselves. See, and that normally seems like it's gonna be a filler round, but like when we're there, there's no filler, buddy. We could yeah. use a comedy round yeah. in there. Yeah. All right. Great. Okay, yeah. We're um, in. Great. Um, yeah, you see the um, registrar <laughs> pencils you guys in uh, as uh, Hallie pens. shake his
1: hand. <laughs> I All right, Callie.
2: <laughs> which oh yeah. You're Callie, Saul. <laughs> uh, and uh yeah, the registrar uh nods um and puts you guys down, the jolly jesters, uh team of small folk um that are going to be in this tournament. Um and you see that there are seven other would be giant knights or hedge knights that are just um, basically unaffiliated that either want to um a- as sort of some kind of penance uh, to sort of uh, reclaim their honor, or uh, as, you know, uh, young knights or outside knights trying to get in good with the new royal family. So wait, just to clarify, am I on the bottom?
3: I think so, yeah. (laughs) Okay,
2: Frog's on the bottom, hard (laughs) ones in the middle.
3: Yeah, so we have frog feet. (laughs) Yes. Um, Can I lean in chummy-like to the registrar? Who are you rooting for us to get put up against?
5: Well, there is a rambunctious fellow named Iskar
0: who <laughs> uh,
5: has shamed himself by stealing kills, kind of just a violent, crazy murderer who was He's exiled he under- He a
3: bag on his head
5: he did not have a back on his head that was okay. someone who hey, can who's,
3: I just ask you because I'm not from around here what's with the back on the head
5: right <laughs> that, is that guy weird to you that <laughs> dude that dude is strange
3: <laughs> that, okay, right. okay. That's, so that's I threw him in the battle royale because okay.
5: I don't want to see what his deal is yeah. I want to throw what him what happens in the, if
3: he wins the battle royale he
5: unfortunately will get to make a request to the king okay okay. So you're saying... I'm saying this through a muffled coat. So
1: you're saying that if we defeat Exar then that'll be like really funny because everyone will be like, oh, we got put in his place by a couple of small
4: folk.
3: I stand there, please.
4: And will we get to make a request to the king? I say from the torso.
5: <laughs> should Should you win uh, your tournament, uh, yes, you can make a request from the king. And to me, I personally think it would be funny if Ixar would be to um, make penance by killing you. I think that would right. be kind
3: of hilarious. So this is a win-win. And if we win, I'm thinking of making the request that the king consider me as a bride <laughs> consort.
2: Ball shakes his hips. (laughs) Hilarious. Uh, You see, he slaps his hand down on the table, uh, laughing.
3: What was your name again? Just so I can tell you, supervisor.
5: John Registrar. Genre? John (laughs) Registrar. Genre.
3: Just, Just John.
5: John Registar. John Registar. John, Reg, John Registar. <laughs> John, John, Registar. <laughs> John Registar. John, John Registar. You call me John, J-R-S.
3: JRS. JR. JR, J-R. Sure. thank you okay. so much. This has been, you've really shown us hospitality. Yes, I mm-hmm.
5: thought, I mean, I, I really thought you were going to go in the Battle Royale, but...
3: Do you have a bride consort?
5: Uh, I have a, <laughs> <laughs> a wife <laughs> okay. I don't know that I'd call her a right god
1: sword necessarily He didn't yeah, he didn't win her. <laughs> via some I, didn't, I didn't win, What's her, name? I didn't
5: that win lucky, her. We just
3: got married. Normally.
2: <laughs>
4: What's her name,
2: John? <laughs> I she, just have
1: one more question for you on. though cuz we do need She's s- Ross, we, John, right. Ross John Edgestraw. Ross
3: R J and J R.
1: We are getting away from uh the questions that we need to ask though, which is uh do we talk to you to submit our walk on song or is that going to be someone else? Cuz we uh, are going to do all the
2: small things. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That's hilarious. <laughs> we were, I was I was thinking the same exact thing. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. all right. So you've got that filed away. Uh, great. Yeah, you say hi uh, to your wife. <laughs> the and
3: then where is everyone party the night before? <laughs> uh,
2: just out here. Uh, yeah, just you, out here. You, oh, okay, yeah, great. you see, uh, it, it is uh, everyone's out there partying.
4: Great, yeah, we great. we've got cups already. So do
3: we get like little like armbands to be like, yeah, I feel like we're in it's tournament? I'm sort of
5: the registrar for. I'm the person you talked to about signups for the tournament tomorrow. I have so much. I know much you're work just not do. doing a very and good job. Asking, There's a huge line me. behind us. You're ex- exactly. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. I feel
3: like you're not doing so a great job. Anyways, do I'm we get I'm going to, to wear put yeah. you sashes? in the battle. I'm
5: going to put you in the battle royale. You, I mean, <laughs> if you If you keep them. talking, me, I am going to do
3: that to your bride consort.
5: Wait, you're my, you're my bride consort? Do you validate parking? I do validate parking.
4: I just <laughs> want to know in case anyone else parked.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. In
5: case anyone
4: else parks, Just in case other people are parking, if anyone asks me, do they validate? I'd have to say, I don't know. But now I could say, yes, Yeah, we're
3: do. trying to help you right now. You have a this... huge line. You, you, need... you have a huge line, we're trying I'm to help going you. To... Okay. We're going to set you up know an what? info desk.
5: I'm putting Chainsaw Bag Guy in the tournament with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Where's the bathroom? I'm uh, moving him from the Battle Royale. <laughs> to be in the first round yes. with you all. Good day. Okay. Okay. Good day. Drink Thank
3: tickets.
5: You, <laughs> you just oh, you had to bring your own. Do we
3: get comps?
5: No. <laughs> like
3: for friends and family.
5: Right. You get a comp. Yes,
1: passes. So all starts walking away. One comp. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Can I have souls. Hey,
5: yes, you Golly. can have you kicks some solves. I have two
3: comps. I've got two comps. No, for no, 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 no. As Who a team, as a team, as a team, you get I've got a comp. Two comps. I'm selling two comps. I'm Hard one hitter for two me. Comps.
2: Uh, you guys leave the line uh, as you uh, begin to hear trumpets going off, uh, announcing the new king. You see the crowd stomps their feet on the ground, causing tremors. The entire cave, like the entire city, kind of rumbles uh, uh, as if there's like an earthquake um, from the stomping of giants. As you see, the new king, Ektar, emerges onto the balcony, flanked by attendants. You see the king now wears this big, uh, much bigger ruby-encrusted gold crown. He's got this, um, like, dusteron with the gold inlay and the big, powerful (laughs) arms. Long red hair, long red beard. Curious that we can't see his legs under that cloak. Yeah, might skip leg day. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But you see he reaches his hands out and with, like, the flick of these, like, magical bracers that he has on creates this giant projection of himself Whoa. Whoa. Uh, that uh, sort of hangs in the sky here. And um, after the uh, trumpets finish and there is um, uh, there's some, like, murmurs amongst the crowd and even a little bit of, like, heckling here and there, um, but mostly uh, th- there are a lot of, like, cheers and things like that. And you hear his voice booming over the crowd go, Today, we mourn the passing
5: of my beloved brother, King Rallos, but tonight, we celebrate the birth of new glory for the Giants. I, King Ektar of Malscurial, have captured the tiny tyrant and ended the era of Iron Deep.
2: You feel, ah. Uh... Kenna's hand is uh, like clenches hard ones, and Callie's. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I, I, steady, I steady her by my side.
3: <laughs> yeah, I put like a maternal hand on her shoulder.
2: And you see Ekdar, using some kind of magical device, shoots up a magical projection of Jaina Bronzebeard, trapped in some kind of prison. You see that she has her hammer out and is bashing it against a force field. Guys, go ahead and give me perception checks. 12, 22.
3: 15.
2: I'll say hard one with a 22. You clock that, um, even though this is basically like a close-up projection of of Jaina being trapped in this demiplane, uh, it, it's sort of like monocolor. Like it's, uh, it's just sort of a red projection, but you see little like dots going by her, and hard one, you clock that as snow and you have no fucking clue why there would be snow inside of like the force cage capsule that she was captured in. Um, and Callie, I'll say with that perception check and you were detect thoughts and stuff before you feel the dagger at your side grow cold and you can just see like in the foreground another figure helping work to try to get out.
3: She's in the helm. Hard what one? does everybody see? Hard one. The
2: coat salt. is covering my vision. <laughs> yeah, it's salt at the
3: yeah, bottom. Yeah, uh, we have, like, a cannon string. <laughs> also, where is Kenna? Is she, like, in the
1: middle
2: somewhere? Uh, Kenna, I think, was <laughs> next. I guess she could just she's be part. She's the par- backpack. She's the backpack. So she's of just course. hanging on piggyback yeah, style.
3: I, um, yeah, I just, I relate. Uh, she's in She's in the helm. She's with Coldar. What?
2: Um, And you guys do see that uh, based on everything that Calder has like told you guys that he was always like on the one side of this force field, you see that Jaina's got this hammer that it looks like she is doing some work, but there's always new barriers that come up. So her and whoever she's with, you assume it's, it's Calder if you're seeing snow there, are breaking down barriers, but new ones are popping up. But it, it looks like if they had a little help from the other side, that maybe they could get out um, without having to like fully kill Ultras. Okay. But as this projection of Jaina goes up, you hear roars amongst the crowd. People go nuts at this. Like the I idea that- the
3: absolutely d- try to steady Kenna. Kenna. Why is everyone so happy? Insults.
0: Why so would everyone be so happy now. that a hero of uh, Iron will be captured? Hold me you. back. Hold me back. Hold I'm me back. Hold the backpack back. back, back, back hold the backpack back. Hold the backpack back. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. You see, uh, yeah, the, the people who were kind of
2: unconvinced by Ektar- this is like a huge win, it's like day one, we've announced that we've caught the yeah. Monarch of Iron Deep, like insane roars from the crowd.
3: Can I see where Ember reacts?
2: Yeah, Um. Uh, you look over at Ember, just kind of holds up a beer.
3: Yeah, all right. <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I,
2: I, I kind of I clap in front of myself, but I'm not actually
4: connecting my hands. So. <laughs> He's doing. Uh, I say yeah.
3: I hold up uh, in cheers, and then I pretend to drink it, but I pour it over my shoulder. Okay. <laughs> he <pour> it over his <laughs> shoulders.
2: Pour one out for the queen, and you see, um, Ekdar continues. Um, let's go over the projection of Jaina, um, and just sh- uh, shows himself once again, um, lording over this crowd here. This giant projection, the crowd now going crazy, and he continues and goes. But claiming the mountain is just the first step. We
5: will sail north. We will march east. We will conquer continents and rule Bahumia. It is time for giants to
3: rule the earth again.
2: Um, And cheers go all up, uh, all through the crowd. Can Um, I
3: look at what Ember thinks about this?
2: (laughs) Just. Uh, holds his beer up.
3: As long as I can come too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Giants and goblins rule the earth. <laughs> I need them again and throw it over <laughs>
2: <the> shoulder. <laughs> um, and Ektar uh, continues and goes, and now begins the fighting and feasting. Giant stands tall. You look all around you guys at all of these giants, all pounding their feet in lockstep. As King Ektar exits the balcony, beyond which, as you watch him, you see two cool blue eyes waiting for him in the wings. Oh, and that's where we'll end our session.
1: Fuck. Target acquired. acquired. So uh, So we just got to do some quick Harlem
2: Globetrotters-esque stunts to work our way up. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yep. Easy. (sighs) <sighs> that easy um yeah uh you can hear us uh, talk more about this over on our patreon patreon.com slash nanpod that's n-e-d-d-p-o-d don't sing yet We, we, are, are, we, are, we are don't do it stop we stop
0: the the no
2: no that's not we okay let's are. go we, are. Not, we, we are. Do don't we do, the do the it don't do it you can't do it you can't do it does anyone have anything they'd like to plug sorry
3: uh this song um, <laughs> we are we
2: no are. emily <laughs> the youth Jake. of the, of the nation. Nation. Jake what do you got we are. All right. I'll say the things I got to plug. Okay. Okay. We've got some live shows. We've got September 13th, we'll be in Minneapolis. September 14th, we'll be in Madison, Wisconsin. September 15th, we'll be in Milwaukee. September 16th, we'll be in Chicago. Oh, yes. October 26th, we'll be in Los Angeles. October 27th, we'll be in Denver. October 28th, we will be in Sacramento. Portland, sold out. Sorry. November 10th, we'll be in Las Vegas. November 14th, we'll be in New Orleans. November 15th, we'll be in Orlando. November 17th, we'll be in Fort Lauderdale. And be sure to look out, remember, October 7th, we have a yes. big New
0: York show,
2: five-year Aww. anniversary show. Uh-huh. show. We're going to have- You'll see the details on Monday, folks. All your all your faves and uh, some live music. Make sure you go uh, yeah. online. Go online. Right. On Monday. Go online <laughs> Remember on to Monday. be on the internet, guys. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media there, or may or may not use, at CHMersMe, at CaldysCaldwell, at and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD, that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D.
0: We, we, are, are, we are we are, are the youth of the, youth of the Nation. We what? are okay, we right. are the Youth of the, know, the Nation. We already said it.
4: Well look at that. It's time to thank our benevolent council of elders, and they are Brad D, Jeffrey S, QC, later Mick Skater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Al, Daniel G. Dungeon Mama, okay, maybe a little bit sexual. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I, Ragnar Fairwind, TJ M, Trele, The Cray, Christopher B, Daniel R, Jordan L, Cyborg Version of Josh the Kobold, a Wiggly Whittle Wife Worm, of course, Princess Yar, Michael L, Jack L, Sam L. Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia, not currently starring in anything in solidarity with the WGA strike, and now the SAG strike too. Hell yeah. Samuel B, Mike H, Halka Smeltzer, plus Great Value, Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama, James, Heradrian. Rex Thaniel, The White, Diana, DLL, CC Lulu, Timmy R, Lucas B, Rayco, It's Kevin, Calder will come cold again, Winter is coming, hashtag CCC forever, shout out to my fairy followers Taylor B, The Vengeful One Winged Angel, Cass, Skateboard Cass, Captain of the Stevens, Steven C, Mike K, Lady Taco, Jake L, Nick W, Swash Buckling Swag Snagger, William W, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Riot Ryan, Hungry Dave's, Frisbee Golf, Bud, Anarama, Percival, Frederickstein, Von Muscle, Klawowski, De rollo the Third, Adam the Simple Dimples, J Dragonborn, Vincent Thrum as You Are, Daniels, The sandrayan Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce. Bookbar's assistant, Izzy F. DPC is awesome. Sean, the shade tree mechanic of Zelbeldar. Summer, Rose, Grand Terre. Marky Mark, the marvelous mining engineer. Cat C. Kel Slay. Misa of House in Zunza. Ariel, the occasional mermaid. Selena N. AKA. Valacy Raptor. B. Perky Always. Pat L. Savexel. Lauren H. Talia. Ryan S. The Bone Duster, Ball Business, The Illustrator, Ploops, Carly A, Connor, Savage, Salil, Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Amber, Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trubhop, Dropper, Sydney T, Jack H, Crabster, Champion of Crod, Scuttling Sideways, Towards Tomorrow, Afrex, Lindsay, W, Juicy, Kiwi, Uh, The Dressage Ducks Have Rebelled, I Repeat, the DDs have rebelled. I need backup static dino noises, silence, quack. Uh oh, sounds hairy. Valen, Carlin, C, Emily, S, Noah, the bagel of all things, James, G, everything bago, the ladron who just wants to hang out with his pet badger stripey dandy eric b marcos learns the balance druid dakota jp frida m pagos betrothed self-proclaimed fey prince until halloween 2023 stay tuned ooh interesting tracy p the crick elf librarian andy e maggie s the 2022 spellcheck champion congrats to you that's a it's a very tough game holly hyena kristen z leah c hunter h may b pixel stars akash Thakar. Phineas, very nice. Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo. Yes, the whole thing. Yes, every time. Our friend Simon, searching our dreams for champions, singing one big bed and hoping his sleep isn't eternal. We all hope so. Keychains, Pentium 2, processor. Lorelai the succubus and Kira, her busty queen. Your friendly neighborhood, Yant and Yunkle, Andrew and Sid, nope sorry just promoted to mom and dad baby nadpole coming december oh my goodness congratulations John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier, manager, excuse me, of Bohemia, who has gotten promoted due to her superb service to Simon. Incredible. Well-deserved. James F. M4L. Austin S. Wayfarer has now settled into their new life in the Fey realm as a florist. What could go wrong? Shane C. Barpo, Good Barrel, Bardbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Mary B. C. Melora, Devotee, Contender in the Making, Welsh Lander, Garrett. G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana the Daisy, Sean J, Ethan B, Renee the Monster Captain, Gabrielle W, Box Clifton, the once and medium King, Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of Hope, Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of The Mounting Crows godspeed winter Slade, forest h aka life is like a box of martha togold sticky buns riley s fico angry wheat anthony the raddest of dudes josh h mango empanadas clementine t caleb l s Support fairies say hi. Hashtag Calder will come cold again. Alex R. Bunker master. Player disaster. Cantrip Dumbledore. The bear onesie wearing barbarian. MJ. The BFG. Drinking tea. By the sea. Dogs of Babel. Calvius Silver Fang. Gino T. Mama Bell The silver serpent herself. Um nom 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 nom. That's how she eats too is what they say. Very nice. Few near. Bao chicka wow wow. Derek D. Tristan G. Leon K, legendary hero of Bohemia from a future campaign. Congrats to you, Leon. Jazz man and fam, Pawpaw's elite team of lawyers currently representing Emily in the case of Yabba Dabba Do. No, sir, Yabba Dabba Do not. Alex K, Joshua P, Alexander Linz W, Angel, La Pamela Sandra, hyphen, Rita. Emma S. Red, The Reforged, Warforged, The Godly King, Hard Ones, Hot Hump Gunk, Shell B. Now made it to 2019, chasing the two crew back to 2023, avoided the honey trap, and smoked a bowl with Alanis. Okay. Jake S. Stale Bread on Salad, a.k.a. Crouton, Jackson R. T3RHX. HX, Michelle Andrew S. Nova B., The Deathcore Bard, Caitlin D., Z. Borb, Blake H. Big Bev's Bestie, Lloyd, the rat that controls my cerebellum, Opa Remy from ratatouille Style, Shelby C., Pawpaw Sky Days, Meemaw Sky Days, Haley, the human, Lord Damon Duke of the Dungeon, and of course, Megan N. Thank you, everybody. That was a headgum podcast.